Good day, everybody. Good morning, everybody. How are you today? I hope you're doing well. Um, I'm feeling energized. <clears throat> feeling uh, uh, very Tuesday, you know. Feeling feeling good in the neighborhood. Lots to talk about today. Civil war going on at the Daily Wire. Lots of entertainment news, which is good because that's kind of my channel's bread and butter. How are you all doing? How was your Monday evening? By the way, the locals chat for all locals uh, supporters. Locals chat is up and running. You can hang out in both if you like. If you so choose, if you want to go both ways. If you want to go both ways. Really, really happy to see all of you here. Really happy to have a sponsor for today's stream. Really happy to see all of you. I know you're smelling good as per usual. Uh, this today's stream is of course sponsored by CB Distillery, cbddistillery.com and their Black Friday sale is here and it's incredible. Right now you can get up to 40% off everything when you use code BF2023 on the CBD the cbdistillery.com. Choose a wide range of expert formulated CBD and other plant-based solutions for relaxation, stress, sleep and pain. After physical activity, people absolutely rave about their sleep tinctures and gummies. Imagine that, a calm mind, a deep sleep throughout the whole night. Sounds pretty amazing. No artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or sweeteners. Just 100% clean ingredients. Don't miss the massive sale and get up to 40% off. Visit cbdistillery.com and enter BF2023. That's cbdistillery.com, BF2023. Check it out. This is uh, one of the rare times I can say I actually use a product that I'm advertising. And uh, I've had a lot of luck with it. So check that out. 40% off is a pretty spicy discount. I'll probably use my own promo code, <laughs> to be honest with you. I know a lot of people say, hey, it doesn't work. Some people it works for, some people it doesn't work for. I get that. Works for me. Lots to talk about. <clears throat> Let's talk about the Civil War. Just be careful. You'll piss dirty if you get tested. Yeah, it depends. If you are, I will say that. If you are somebody who there's like, I think the limit for THC is like 0 0.03. Um, but that may be enough to to piss hot if you have to uh if you have to you know if you're in a job with drug testing so ben shapiro with his emo haircut now apparently i'm not sure exactly to be honest and just insinuate sometimes you're not yeah i guess that's true um I don't really like Candace Owens. I never have. I think you guys all, you all kind of know that. Um, but 
uh, it's not for like, I'm trying to essentially stay out of any and all kind of Israel, Palestine stuff. My position, my bone stock position is that quite frankly, 80,000 Americans died last year in the opioid crisis. We have a literal walking dead in San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, and many de Democrat cities. Our VA is in shambles. Inflation is crushing the middle class and below everyone who's not rich, I should say. And uh, that's what I care about. I don't care about Israel, Palestine. I just don't. Um, and uh, you can see what it does. Now, it's obvious. You know, I give a lot of people a pass for being emotional about this if they are, in fact, Jewish um, or Palestinian, right? You actually have uh, <clears throat> a connection there. But what I'm noticing is in a lot of these, you know, peaceful gatherings, um, there's not a lot of Jews or not a lot of Palestinians marching in the streets. They're black people and rich white kids who are neither Israeli or Palestinian. And therefore, when I look at this stuff, when I look at this stuff, I think uh, we don't need another thing distracting America, you know? Um, and look what it's doing in the Daily Wire. Logan Wood says, uh, hey, Jeremy, I lost my father around the same time you did. I'm finding my own career successes, but it sucks not being able to share it with him. Love you, man. All we can do is keep on keeping on. Hey, I appreciate that. And like, you know, I'm not a very like religious dude or whatever, but you still can share it with him. You know, I have a little urn. Um, like my sister got a piece. I got a piece. My mom got a piece. My mom got the big one. Um, of course, and that's fair. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I, I talked to him, you know, in that manner. I even put them in my Halloween decorations and, uh, you know, stuff like that. That's not weird. So you can still share it with them. But anyway, uh, this happened at a, looks like a, some sort of gala, something. I don't know. Everyone's dressed up pretty nice. Yes, uh, the, the question was about Candace Owens. I think her behavior during this is disgraceful. Without a doubt, Candace Owens. I can't pause that. I think she's been absolutely disgraceful. I think that, I think that her, her faux sophistication on these particular issues has been ridiculous. It's not faux sophistication, it's ridiculous. Everybody can see the moves that she's making and the things that she's saying, and I find them disreputable. That tells you that Ben Shapiro really would like to fire Candace Owens, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm guessing Ben Shapiro would like to ban or would like to fire Candace Owens. You know, based on her... I mean, look, Candace Owens has um, some spicy takes on Israel, but they're her own. Um, you know, I, as from what I remember, I think there was some, um, massive, some like massive opposition to, uh, her interviewing Kanye West. 
because he has some spicy opinions on Jewish people. Can't fire her. She, the, she's Daily Wires. They're Daily Wires. She's Daily Wires. Uh, diversity hire. I don't know about that. I think there's a long line. I think there's a long line of mid-black women that would love to pretend to be conservative and make $250,000 a year for the Daily Wire. So, I mean, I think, um, you know, Dom writes, Ben Shapiro told us all to stop emoting for years just for him to go crying about Candace Owens. You know, I'll say this. He was asked the question, you know, he was asked the question by somebody in the crowd. Hey, what do you think about, you know, what Candace Owens is saying, this, that, and the other thing. I will say that, you know, Ben uh, is, he's a Jew. He's Jewish. So, you know, I, it's interesting to me. I mean, it makes sense that he would have an emotional reaction to that kind of stuff. Wait, Odyssey got sold? I didn't know that. When did that happen? I don't see any news on that. Oh, it's right after it's right after there's a a hit piece in the in the USA Today. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't um. Google buys Odyssey back in 2015. I think it's a different product by uh with the same name. Yeah, Ben is uh Ben is like you're not allowed to question anything. Uh so I, I get it. Candace, you know, I, I get it. I don't care for Candace Owens. Uh, but she says stuff like this, which is definitely uh probably meant to to zing to zing Shapiro. Well, I am here today to endorse Nikki Haley for president of Israel. I think she's earned that. I think Bibi Netanyahu is going through a very bad time right now. Support for Israel has virtually collapsed socially. If you're paying attention to the trends and you're paying attention to what people are watching, you're paying attention to the protests. And the one person that I think is capable of getting it back is Nikki Haley with enough money from foreign interest lobbies. So there it is, guys. I'm endorsing Nikki Haley, president of Israel. Well I think that, you know, you end up with a lot of, you know, Candace is doing the I'm just asking questions thing. But I, you know, I think that Candace should be allowed to do that. You know, I can be allowed to disagree with her. <laughs> I think what's most telling about Ben saying Ben said that she's making moves. I think he said that she's making moves and that that everyone sees what she's doing. That's the more telling part of it. You know, that's the more telling part of what he said. I'm not sure what the moves are, you know, to be totally honest with you. But it would seem like he's implying that maybe she's planning to, like, you know find a different job or go work for someone else or something like that. For the record, when I said the Sonic franchise was doing better than Star Wars, I meant across the board, not just movies. Oh, 
So interesting to see how this all shakes out. I mean, I can't even go to the Daily Wire's website anymore because it's it's quite frankly like nonstop. Everything they cover now is the war. Like, oh, here's Hamas. Here's an article about trans. It's like Hamas or trans people. That's it. <laughs> and like, I don't even give a shit. I don't care. I don't care about trans stuff anymore. I just don't. I, I don't like either do something about it or don't stop writing about it. You know, the Daily Wire is in Nashville, Tennessee, where their own mayor is, you know, a progressive lunatic and their own government is in their own backyard is suppressing the Tranifesto. They can't get that open. They can't get that. They can't even change in their backyard. They can't make change in their backyard. Why would I read our articles about trans clickbait stuff just don't care anymore now here's an interesting story <laughs> I don't want to renew my daily wire subscription but my grandkids love Benkey already I think it's I think it's okay. I mean, I think that it's good to support you know, I think it's good to support uh, you know, good content that's apolitical. Jeremy, when are we doing dog treat when are dog treats coming to coffee brand coffee? I've been looking at it. I think I'm gonna do bone broth first. That's my plan. I think I'm gonna do bone broth. Um, and then that's for humans and humans and, uh, dogs too. Uh, that extends all tacking heads, including you, Jeremy. That's all you talk about. Rarely lobbying for us or anything. Um, I mean, I don't know. I vote. That's what I do. Um, I think that's a fair criticism. I'm not really sure what to do, to be honest with you. You know? I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to do because it's all so messed up. I suppose running for some sort of, you know, political office would make sense. You know? I think that might make sense. At least I could get in there and go swim around in the swamp a little bit. Try to get people to make a change or make changes myself or something like that. You know, I don't know. Now, this is an interesting story. If you were watching basically Twitter or uh, any, you know, kind of social media over the past couple of weeks, you might have seen what many were calling, uh, you know, I mean, it was it was definitely something of 
it was the worst thing I've ever seen happen in a sports game. It was a hockey player that raised their leg, um, perhaps, you know, many believe on purpose, uh, and ended up actually opening up the neck of another hockey player and they didn't even make it off the ice. That was it. It was perhaps the, the worst thing I'd ever seen. Uh, many people just outright calling it murder. And it's hard to, um, it's hard to argue with that. Um, there was another element to it that the offending player was black and the, and the, and the player on the receiving end of their act was white. So it was also escalated by that. Um, I saw last night that there was like a standing ovation uh, for the player. My personal opinion was he meant to kick him, but not to end his life. There is a charge for that, probably involuntary manslaughter or something of that. Um, I think that like that is at minimum, I think I would feel comfortable with that charge. But for weeks, really nothing had happened. Um, and now a break in the case man arrested on suspicion of manslaughter over the uh, passing of ice hockey star Adam Johnson, who, uh, when their opponent, Matt Petgrave, skate, you know, opened up his throat. I think to, to escalate it beyond manslaughter, you have to prove intent. I don't think that he intended. I think he intended to kick him almost certainly. I highly doubt he intended to end his life. Now, hey, here's one thing I'll say. It's entirely possible that there's some evidence or something like that. Uh, you know, maybe they had some beef off the ice or you know, there's some other reason why you would escalate this. But I would argue that, um, you know, I think a, the charge should be made there. I mean, you have a deadly weapon attached to your foot and you used it as such. Now, a man has been arrested. The 29-year-old American ice hockey star lost his life after a skate opened him up in a collision during a match against Sheffield Steelers on October 28th. About 8,000 fans watched in horrors as, a, as in horror as attempts were made to save his life. Uh, as well, I'm not gonna. It was just it was awful. I don't even recommend watching the movie. I don't. I don't or the video. It's it's gross. It's sad. He stands up and then immediately, and there's just a huge mess on the ice. It, it's very, very bad. Um, a coroner's inquest was opened into Johnson's passing last week before being adjourned until January 2024. Um, the PD have released a statement confirming that the man remains in police custody after his arrest on Tuesday. A statement said that detectives have, have today, this was yesterday, arrested a man on suspicion of manslaughter, and he remains in police custody of the, at this time. On Saturday, October 28th, Adam, age 29, was seriously injured during a game between the Panthers and the Steelers, and it was sadly later pronounced deceased at the hospital. A post-mortem examination confirmed that, you know, the giant hole in his neck is why he didn't survive. Shocking. Sometimes coroner's jobs are pretty easy. Detective she, Chief Superintendent added that the police had made extensive inquiries in the wake of the incident. Our investigation launched immediately 
following this tragedy, and we've been carrying out extensive inquiries ever since to piece together the events which led to the loss of Adam in these unprecedented circumstances. We have been speaking to highly specialized experts in the field because, I mean, quite frankly, there is this, like, um, there was this uh, issue um, with... Oh, I can't. Okay, so apparently the CBD ad, the promo code for the CBD thing is not active until tomorrow. They're freaking out in the chat or in the, in the, in the, um, <laughs> crap. All right, so that code's not going to be active till tomorrow. Um, okay, well, I guess you don't have to have a sponsor in this particular one. Good thing I had the chat window open. I mean, they're a good sponsor and stuff like that. Like I'm not, you know, mad about it or anything like that, but they didn't say Wednesday from what I got. They did not say. They did not say Wednesday. All right. New sponsor. New sponsor swapped in real time. Look at me go. This today's stream is sponsored by TWC, the wellness company. Did you know that close to 90% of pharmaceuticals in the United States are produced outside the United States? So what happens when the next global crisis strikes? Countries clamp down on exports, they stockpile, the price of drugs rise, and pharmaceutical shelves, pharmaceutical shelves in America are empty. That's where the wellness group can help. Antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics, this kit, the wellness company's emergency medical kit, holds eight life-saving medications that every American should have at home. Antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. The kit contains meds you need like amoxicillin, ivermectin, z pack and includes a 22-page guidebook with complete instructions for safe use. From benign tick bites to COVID to extreme bioterror events, every scenario is covered. These prescription kits are in huge demand right now. Head to twc.health slash the quartering and grab yours now. That's twchealth.com slash, or I'm sorry, twc.health slash the quartering. Code the quartering, save you 10% at checkout. If you have Tylenol, You'll want to have this kit on hand. Be safe and prepared. Kits are only available in the United States. This seems like a good thing to have around. Got to be honest with you. Seems like a good thing to have around. Okay. Link in the description. Link in the chat. Shout out TWC Health, the wellness company. Well, that screwed up my, that screwed up my video for, uh, for YouTube. So they said, we've been speaking to highly specialized experts in the field to assist our, in our inquiries and continue to work closely with the health and safety department at Sheffield City Council. See, there was some kind of like plausible deniability. Um, or there's some question in that, you know, sometimes your leg can move wildly or, you know, there is a lot of like 
you know, did he really intend to kick him? Did he not intend to kick them? I don't know. You know, it sure looks like it. I'm not going to show the video because obviously it's it's horrific. Our thoughts remain with all affected by this devastating incident as inquiries continue. The man in question cannot be named at this time. Well, we know who it is. Last weekend, hockey fans showed up in support for Johnson and Petgrave at the Sheffield Steelers' first match of the incident. In a tribute to the Panthers player, more than 8,000 fans observed a moment of silence and a rapturous minute applause after players tapped their sticks on the ice ahead of the win. Petgrave was not included in the Steelers' squad to play on that night, but before the match, his picture appeared on the big screen in the arena with many fans rising their feet to their feet to applaud the image of the defender. This was a weird thing that was floating around the internet. Um, this individual, you know, fans were cheering for him, I think, in general, because the fans, um, you know, the fans themselves saw it as an accident. And I don't, you know, I don't know. I think he was extremely unlucky. I think that. He meant to kick him, but he did not mean to end his life. Um, but you know, if you don't kick somebody, uh, you don't have that problem, right? You don't have that, you know, if you don't rob a bank, you don't end up ending somebody on the way out. If you don't, you know what I mean? Like if you don't punch somebody, they don't fall backwards and hit their head on the concrete and not survive it. This is still a pretty clear-cut manslaughter, in my opinion, and, and should carry some level of prison time, almost certainly. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, this is part of the reason that, you know, I, I'll always remember, like, it was some Oprah episode where, you know, some lunatic was harassing a bus driver or trying to get on the bus and causing problems or something like that, and... um somebody on the bus pushed him off. He was like drug addled or something like that. And the guy ended up falling, hitting his head on the curb and dying. That man went to prison for that. He, I think that was happened in Chicago. Um, you know, that guy, that guy went to prison for it. Uh, so I would say that if that's a prison sentence, this certainly is a prison sentence too. Um, you know, and I think, it's a fair point to say that every hockey player knows they have a blade under their feet. That's why kicking is not allowed. Um, yeah, I would say for sure. There was a lot of public outrage over this because a, a significant amount of time had passed and um, there were no charges you know, made. I suspect or hope that, uh, that they were just brewing for a long time. They were trying to get... Uh, you know, they were trying to get the charges put together and figure out if they were actually going to go through with it. You know, I think um, they now said the, the hockey league says they will not make the use of neck guards mandatory, but it will strongly encourage players and officials to wear them following the incident. I mean, you could probably just tell people not to not to kick people. But the sad part about this case is that it's my opinion that the only reason we got charges in this case was because of the public outrage. That was the only reason that they actually charged him. You know, I think that they were happy to let this just go as a quote-unquote accident. 
to me, it was definitely not an accident to kick him at minimum. Now, there are people out there that say, oh, no, he definitely ended up to do, he meant to kick him in the neck, this, that, and the other thing. I guess um, you, maybe you have some insider information that I don't have. Um, and it's possible that there's more information out there that would prove it. Uh, but it's still manslaughter and he should still do time for it. Unfortunately, um, you know, a man lost his life. So there has to be a penalty for that. I don't care if you meant for it to happen. If you didn't kick him, it's not like it was, how do I put this? It's not like it was a football game where it was like a actual contact injury or like a check and in, in, in hockey. It's not like he checked him and something weird happened and his neck got pinned against something else and he didn't survive it. That's within the boundaries of the game. But that's not what happened. This guy it was a non, you know, a non uh game type injury. He meant to kick him very clearly. And uh that is that has to have a price. That has to have charges. I just that's just the way it is. Doesn't matter what the race of these individuals are, that's a crime. Now the media was, you know, lampooned for running all sorts of interference. I think that our media should just be able to look at it like any one of us and say, well, we can we can debate whether or not he had some ill intent to end his life, but I think it's pretty clear that he meant to kick him. And um that's and so that's a charge. And uh I think justice has been served here. We'll have to see how it all shakes out. Somebody said, I'm trying too hard not to appear racist. Well, I don't agree with that. I just, I think that I'm just trying to counter a lot of the race bait around it. I mean, there was definitely a lot of race bait around this. Like, oh yeah, because he's black, uh, let's just remove all context and say that it was murder and all this kind of stuff. I you know, I, you there is absolutely no evidence that he intended to kill him, okay? I'm not saying that he shouldn't be charged with manslaughter. I am saying he should be charged with manslaughter. Hypothesis, at least hockey players didn't Rochambeau each other. <laughs> Look at all the stuff they wear. They should wear a $30 neck guard. Um, yeah, a manslaughter can be voluntary. Is that true? So then, I mean, if voluntary manslaughter, how would you argue that then? State treasurer, boozer in the distressed institution, higher learning. Okay. I'll take a look. So essentially, if you, if you actually didn't see this, there was a hockey player who um like <laughs> tried to kick or allegedly you know kick another hockey player ended up slashing his throat wide open on the ice like blood pouring out he died right there um and it became kind of a political hotbed you know a political uh massive political kind of uh issue Oh, voluntary manslaughter would be that you meant to harm them but not kill them. Yeah, I mean, this is, again, it'd be one thing if he checked him into the glass and he broke his neck or something like that. That's not, that's not what happened. 
You know, he that was outside of the bounds of the game. That'd be like in a football game if after the play, after the play was over, you kick somebody in the neck and it c- collapsed their larynx and they died. Like that's a crime, you know. What's up with your camera? What are what's wrong? What is up with my camera? I, a couple people have said something about it. What's going on? Looks fine to me. Other words, my wife introduced me to pro hockey. Blackhawks rebuild got me hyped up. If Wisconsin got an NHL team, what should the name be? Um, I mean, hey, the Badgers are ranked number one right now in college hockey. I I wish Wisconsin had a hockey team, but we don't. We wouldn't have enough people to support it. Um. I don't know. I would hope it would be cool. Oh, your head is out of frame. That's normal, though. There, is that better? Is is anybody noticing this weird, cringe push for Nikki Haley? There's this article, J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon has held private talks with Nikki Haley because he thinks she's the only candidate that can save the economy. Are you kidding me? Like, what? I don't understand. What you're seeing here is like the swamp is like in full effect. 1080p looking fresh as fuck, boy. Yeah. (laughs) Is there anybody that genuinely likes Nikki Haley? I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. She seems, sorry ladies and families out there, but I've got to use the word. She seems like a cunt. Like a warmongering pig. A swamp monster. Yeah. She's like Dick Cheney. Uh, you know, I there is nothing to like about that woman. And like, and then it wasn't even like, so there's this Daily Mail with JP Morgan or whatever. And then they had the New York Post ran an article the other day that said something like, um, quit being so tall, you're messing up the show. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, like, this woman is awful. She's a twat waffle. Everything about her is garbage. She's muff cabbage. I I don't I don't understand. Like you, she, she's like an early two thousands Warhawk Republican. She wants to come back. She wants to come back and and bomb brown people. Like that that stuff makes her wet. I don't even, I like, I don't understand. She is so awful and it's so weird watching, watching, um, you know, watching the machine push this broad. Like, seriously, I don't know if she is better than Hillary Clinton, to be honest with you. If I had to choose between them, I would abstain. She's a weirdo, Israel-worshipping, um, 
you know, Black Vanguard or BlackRock made her rich. How can you not understand why the MIC loves Haley so much? She wants to do exactly what they want a president to do. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Three of you in an elevator and you have one bullet. Shoot yourself. Yeah, right? I mean, that's... I, I, I don't even understand. I don't understand why... I mean, this is all just tripe. You, you, there is nobody on the planet that is holding a, a candle for Nikki Haley. Nobody. Except the mainstream media. You know? So they're trying to get Will Smith to kill himself, too. Look at this interview. You looked at my Instagram. Mm -hmm. You see the hundreds of celebrities that I've done business with, you know, done things with. During the latter years of our relationship, Will was not my friend. I was his friend. I was around before they had Trey. Jada was the woman that everybody wanted. And Will needed that validation to have that type of woman. You saw her say that Will Smith had a small dick? Oh, I am saying to you, if a woman is used to something the size of a baby leg and you come in with a pinky toe, there's nothing you can do to please her. You can buy her 80 cars. You can get her. They got this guy out here saying Will Smith has a small dick and then he gets he gets his black his back blown out by men. Yeah, your picture's in the book and your name is in the book. So it's like you're doing some real elegant pimp. I'm blowing you up. I love that. I'm I love blowing that. you up. Dude, this is what Jada makes the new people do. And I ain't going to say no. They probably been there after myself, mm -hmm. right? They will make you check into a rehab and they'll pay for the rehab. Even though you're not on drugs, they're going to pay for the rehab. And you have to go if you want to work with them. And then I've saw sexual acts that I when I walked in on. Who'd you walk in on? Him and Dwayne Martin. Okay. Hollywood is the hurry up and, and, and wait game. So three minutes later after them telling me, hey, you got eyes on Will. You got, we, we, we need him to come watch this. So I'm running all over the, the, the studio. He's not in his dressing room. I go to the cafeteria. I'm like, but I see his car there. I'm like, where's this guy at? So now I'm holding Dwayne down too. So I have the keys to his dressing room. So I'm like, yo, and they're calling my, my they, I'm on walkie talkie and they're calling my cell phone. Yo, we need to get Will here. And I'm like, yo, kind of fucked down. Like I'm trying to find his, like this is, this is unlike him, right? So all right, I open the um, door to Dwayne's dressing room and that's when I see Dwayne and having anal sex with Will. Let me process that for a second. There was a couch and um, Will was bent over on the couch and Dwayne was standing up, killing him. Murder, like murder. It was murder in there. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to get Will Smith to kill himself. That's what they're trying to do. I don't know if he fucked with like, uh, if he was with so, uh, Scientology or something like that, but this is... There is some serious, serious. They're trying to get him to kill himself. You think the black community. You, you want an inconvenient truth for the woke left. You know, they like to say the black community is like, you know, arm in arm with them on this LGBTQ stuff. It ain't. The black community does not 
mess with the gay stuff. So look what they're doing to this man. They they got this clown shoes out here coming out saying he's got a small his his small penis. Oh, and he's getting railed, absolutely booty blasted by another man. Hypothesis, imagine Hillary versus Nikki in a mud pit for the presidency. Well, I think we all lose then. Logan says, sorry, but I got to go back to this. People in the comments cheering for coffee brand, coffee hockey jerseys, launch for the Winter Classic. I mean, that would be cool. I got to admit, I check out how much AOM JP Morgan has. Yeah. I, I actually don't believe this. I think this is just, they're trying to get the guy to just, you know, they're trying to get him to kill himself. That, that's my opinion. Captain Red says the size of the wiener doesn't matter if you're throwing it down a hallway. <laughs> Vino says, I wonder if Will has a song from Pulp Fiction playing in the background while Marcellus Wallace is getting it from Zed. <laughs> They're doing they're doing the Britney Spears thing to him. I and so you know, let me be clear. I want to be very clear. I don't care if Will Smith is gay. I don't care. Nobody should care. Now is he um is a uh is Jada Pinkett Smith a, um, well, used to say, used to be able to say this stuff, but a, uh, a bundle of sticks hag, you know, she's just there to, you know, make him appear heterosexual, have kids with him, even though he's into men. Okay. Right. Will being will being gay would kill his support in the black community. This message isn't for white lips. I that's what I'm saying. I agree. <laughs> this is meant to destroy his reputation in the black community. Oh yeah, a beard. That's a better that's still loud, right? This is to destroy his credibility in the black community. And like, what did this guy ever do? What does he know? What did they tell him to do, but that he didn't do? That's what I'm curious. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm curious about. What did this man do? What, what line did he not, what line did he cross what line did he not tow that they're just doing this stuff to him? The, the, the thing is like being black and gay is all you need for a career nowadays. Look at that. What's that little, little Nas X or whatever that, that, you know, the left's little purse puppy, black guy, gay forcing um, satanic symbolism in his shoes, having devil's blood or some crap like that. What does he know about Hillary Clinton? 
There's something. There's something going on. At least in my opinion. They told him to do something and he didn't do it. Or they told him promote this thing and he didn't do it. Or they told, I don't know. I bet you that Nasex isn't gay. I bet you a lot of the people that pretend to be gay, in particular the ones that pretend to be non-binary or, or whatever the case may be, right? By the way, this stream is brought to you by the wellness company. Did you know that close to 90% of pharmaceuticals in the United States are produced outside the U.S.? So what happens when the next global crisis strikes? Countries clamp down on exports, they stockpile, the price of drugs rise, and the pharmaceutical shelves in America are empty. That's where the wellness company can help. The wellness company's medical emergency kit holds eight life-saving medications that every American should have in their home. Antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. The kit contains meds you need like amoxicillin, ivermectin, and z -Pak. It includes a 22-page guidebook with complete instructions on safe use. From benign tick bites to COVID to extreme bioterror events, every scenario is covered. These prescription kits are in huge demand right now. Head to twchealth/thequartering and grab yours now. That's twchealth/thequartering. Code the quartering saves you 10% at checkout. If you have Tylenol, you're going to want this kit on hand. Be safe, be prepared, and stay well. Kits are only available in the United States. Link in the description as well. Yeah, the Will Smith thing. Yeah, like, yeah, get filmed with a minor just to prove you're one of us. Do a sponsorship deal with somebody. You have to look deep into who they are and, you know, who's running the company, who's making the decisions, and are you aligned? Yeah. I love that, man. Yeah, because we had Robert Kennedy Jr. on, and we had a company call or a couple companies call after that, and say yeah just stuff about them we're not advertising on this episode my advertisers like you guys need to take the episode down you know and uh and and we ended and up what's wrong with him nothing nothing guy's fucking brilliant and i've known guy's him for, a smart fucking I've guy known him for seven years great guy right. uh, i mean a neat man right i i've never met him yeah i've only watched his stuff and and you got this whole democrat republican fucking all this crazy bullshit he's a fucking democrat yeah right but now they hate him just because he doesn't believe like he's this. a Democrat with common sense. Right. Yeah. Right. He's like an old school Democrat. Yeah. And smart guy, whatever. Let me tell you this. Let me fucking tell you this. This is America. You can fucking have whoever you want on your podcast. You can do. This clip is going around and Dana White is getting all sorts of cred, but like. You know, he took a Bud Light sponsorship. Him taking Bud Light, the Bud Light sponsorship kind of blows up this whole, this whole thing. You know? Whatever the fuck you want to do. Imagine a sponsor that's sponsoring you, calling you and telling you that you can't have this guy. What sponsor did it? Um, I, it? I, let me think. And I'm not afraid to name him. I don't know if I remember. I really don't. Right. I don't know if I believe you, but okay. That's fair.
He doesn't. He does remember. He knows. Um, <laughs> but I really don't know if I remember. <laughs> Imagine, and this happened to me too. This this happened to me. I posted a video for Trump, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. on my personal social media, and one of our big sponsors called and said, "Take that down." You know what I said? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You vote for whoever you want to vote for, and I'll vote for whoever I want to vote for. That's how this works. I don't even care who you're voting for. It's none of my fucking business. But fuck you. Yeah. Don't ever fucking call me and tell me who to vote for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel in fear these days, you know? Yeah. A lot of people feel in fear that if they don't vote for certain people, they're going to lose their jobs. Yeah. I mean, it's Hollywood, for example. Think about how fucking crazy that is. It sounds insane. It sounds yeah. just like... Well, it'll keep happening unless more people stand up for themselves. Yeah. He's right about that. Uh, I will say... Um, you know, uh, the the Bud Light stuff kind of invalidates a lot of <laughs> a lot of what he's saying there, <clears throat> but the rest of it is all true. Jeremy needs to make it clear to you: Will Smith is actually a creep, whether he's gay or not. He's on camera kissing his son with tongue and forcefully, mind you, needs to be seen. What? I never saw that. By the way, Tim Pool said that he will take a Bud Light sponsorship from what Tim said. Makes sense. Hey, I'd take a Bud Light sponsorship too. Bud Light, give me your money. Bud Light can sponsor me and I'll drink I'll drink a Bud Light on every show. I'd say like three million dollars a year or something like that. Fine by me. Fine by me. <laughs> I'd sell out. I'd, I'd sell out for three mil. I don't think a lot of people understand how much money that is. I'll, I'll, yeah, don't, gotta, I gotta do the, I, I'm not butt chugging it though. Marvel Studios in, in big trouble. So if you've been following this, if you've been following the, um, the crash of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it didn't just happen this week. It's been happening for a significant amount of time. That said, the Marvel's release and subsequent massive flop at the box office has brought a harsh reality to Marvel that they probably weren't ready to accept yet. And now they're getting absolutely crushed, being called absolute liars over some new marketing where they, where they essentially said that um, the Marvel's was the number one movie in America. I mean... I guess perhaps, per, perhaps, you know, I don't know by what definition um, you would, you know, in what scenario you would say that, but I guess, and they're getting absolutely crushed for it. Marvel accused of lying after claiming the new film, The Marvels, is the number one movie in the world, despite box office bomb making just $47 million. 
the lowest MCU opening of all time. I mean, it, this is this has a lot of smartest kid on the short bus vibes. You know, it's got it's got a lot of that. The Marvels debuted this weekend with record low profits at the box office. MCU film earned just $47 million domestically, which is the lowest franchise opening of all time. However, Avengers Endgame earned almost 10 times as much, with a whopping $357 million during its opening weekend and three and a half, uh, its opening weekend three and a half years ago. In spite of this, Marvel decided to remain optimistic with this promotion, so they put this out. The Marvels have arrived. Don't miss the number one movie in the world. Now playing in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Fans were quick to protest Marvel's declaration, claiming the film was definitely not the number one movie, and the studio was delusional. Which world? Your own? Because it sure as heck ain't this one, one user tweeted. Number one movie in the world? I knew that my opt optician's appointment was long overdue, but thanks for reminding me. A third tweeted, number one movie in the world? Does this mean I can sue you guys for false advertisement? Others felt that Marvel should be able to claim the number one spot due to its low box office numbers. Number one movie in the world, I thought this was the lowest opening Marvel movie of any time. Another wrote, the number one movie in the world is setting the record for the biggest opening flop in the MCU. Fans who've already seen the movie claimed it was boring and the worst Marvel movie. The film was boring and didn't do anything to push the MCU in a good direction. The best thing was the post credit scene with Beast, one user stated. You guys are kidding, right? Just watch it and it's by far the worst Marvel movie of your history and I've seen them all. What a shame. I've never been so disappointed. Some disputed that the Marvels isn't the number one film is isn't the number one film statistically. Currently Barbie sits at the number one spot. Meanwhile, the Marvel sits at the number 41 spot. According to Box Office Mojo, Marvels is ranked 41. You know you lied, and we know you lied. They're not helping. Well, I mean, the number one movie in the world right now that's available to be seen right now, I suppose that might be true. That might be true, given that there's just, you know, you see, according to Google, the number one movie at the box office right now is Five Nights at Freddy's, not the Marvels. LOL, a third sided. Because of this, moviegoers are calling Marvel a liar. Technically, Marvel is able to claim that it sat the number one spot based on last weekend's box office alone. The Marvels made the most out of any movie at the box office that last weekend, even though it was only, ra only raked in $47 million, while Five Nights at Freddy's are $9 million on its third weekend. I mean, it is, you know, this is what Marvel has been reduced to. We know that Marvel has many worlds. It has, you know, its multiverse. So perhaps there is, a, there is some sort of universe in which, um, you know, it is some sort of universe where it is the number one movie in the world. I mean, technically it is. But then you have articles, even The Hollywood Reporter. The Marvel Studios taking stock of strategy amid the Marvel meltdown. Excuse me, the Marvel's meltdown. Essentially saying it failed so badly, it's caused them to rethink everything. The anything but marvelous performance of the Marvels is a moment of reckoning for Marvel Studios. The production house that has been the superhero has been the superhero of the box office for much of the past 15 years since Iron Man burst onto the scene in 2008. Over the November 10th through 12th weekend, 
The Marvels debuted at 46.1 million in North America, the worst opening in history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which has raked in over $30 billion in total. You see, behind the scenes, Marvel Studios and Disney were well aware the Marvels was in trouble long before it ever hit the big screen. There was also the recognition that Feige and his team needed time to take stock of their theatrical tentpoles. Telling The Hollywood Reporter on November 8th, Bob Iger said during an earnings call that the Disney movie empire has lost focus because of the emphasis on quantity over quality in the rush to feed Disney Plus under Bob Chapek regime. Though, of course, it was Iger himself who initiated the push before Chapek's reign. Feige and his team felt that this mandate keenly to determine of Marvel's movies or to the detriment of Marvel movies or say, well, this is what I talked about in, in, a, in a video yesterday. There's nothing interesting or new um, about Marvel movies now. There's, there, Disney has created a scenario where, Disney, um, where Star Wars movies and Marvel movies are viewed the same as toilet paper. There's always someone coming out. It's not an event. It's nothing to be excited for. There's nothing new, nothing exciting. It's just is. It is just this thing that you that you consume. There's always that's 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 all it is. They don't. There's no point to get excited about them because you can just watch them on Disney Plus whenever you want. The MCU was as big as it was because you couldn't stream the movies in any reasonable way. Now people are realizing that the movies just aren't that good, and you're happy to wait. You know, people are happy to wait, and we've seen how they delayed all these things. A lot of conservatives are taking a victory lap, talking about how, you know, woke, you know, go woke, go broke. But I actually don't agree with that. I mean, I do to a certain degree, meaning Disney and Marvel have gone down this kind of woke, uh, this kind of woke, um, what do you say, path, you know, pushing forth diversity in the name of for diversity's sake only and caring a lot less about doing good stories. But the movie, The Marvels, isn't really inherently all that woke. Outside of the fact that it's all women actors, um, you know, I don't, I'm not somebody that says, oh, well, just because a movie has all women actors, it's inherently woke. You could look at a movie like Ghostbusters 2016, where the entire... Yes, it was an all-female cast, right? But they also didn't have any other tent poles to sell us on the movie. You know, they were like, you have to see Ghostbusters 2016 or you're a sexist. In that case, I would say it is woke. But inherently, having a woman lead isn't woke. In this case, I think the Marvels is, you know, suffering disproportionately because of the decisions that Marvels made along these, along these roads. You see Gutfeld saying the new flick is courtesy of Disney, who owns the MCU. But the real marvel of real marvel is how each movie they put out is getting worse and worse. The next superhero should be the incredible shrinking box office because their latest offering, the Marvels, was the worst opening for a Marvel movie ever, even worse than Iron Man versus Little Woman. Oh, they got destroyed in that. Now in this universe, women are as physically strong as men. I'm talking actual women now, not ones with five o'clock shadows. Um, but today, entertainment is now secondary to diversity, and every cast must be as colorful as a bag of peanut M&Ms and twice as nutty. 
That's a good line. The first line wasn't all that good. You know, like, it's technically, you know, you see, it's a universe according to Disney. Unfortunately, that only universe that where this crap is a hit, and it's a universe that more and more audiences find as entertaining as counting liver spots on President Biden's thighs. So as Hollywood numbers drop like Nancy Pelosi's rack on a hot day, they keep trying to get us to see movies with a message. But are they getting ours? Have they finally realized that most of us would rather be dry shaved with a cheese grater than spend 25 bucks being scolded by a virtue signaling cartoon? Apparently not, because the Marvels, Disney has produced a movie so bad it makes Hunter's uh, Coke boogers look like art. I mean, I would would say that like the Marvels itself is not inherently woke other than its kind of cringe girl power facade. The problem is everything else around Marvel, the fact that Kamala Khan was even in it was kind of the byproduct of, you know, woke decision-making. You even have Polygon saying Captain Marvel should have just been the MCU's first true jock. Representation matters. I mean, everybody is is memeing on this film. And I mean, I've talked about it before. Like, there is very little of quote-unquote the message in this movie there's a lot of like you know use black girl power like cringe gen z cw superhero writing you know that kind of stuff but it's not like this is a movie that you know pushes trans ideology on people or you know does anything weird like that um it's just that people are checked out They don't care anymore about a new Marvel movie because they've been bad for a long time and they'll just watch it on streaming when they want. The reason movies like Oppenheimer and Barbie did so well is because they were new, fresh and different. And, and, you know, with obviously with Oppenheimer being kind of an original and and Barbie being, um, you know, Barbie just being Barbie, uh, people went and saw these movies and it didn't, doesn't really matter if people liked them or, or didn't like them. They were new, fresh, and different, and they weren't, um, you know, and they weren't just the same crap. Like, here's a here's a movie with the four women in the leads. Pay us money. People have, you know, with the inflation and with the economy, people have started to demand a little more quality for their money, and I think that that's completely a fair thing to do. And and you know, Marvel trying to spin it and cope as the, the number one movie is perhaps the most hilarious development to date by the way um the winners from yesterday's stream i have not announced them yet and i want to put them i want to put them in the description the day six winners and then i'm putting the link for the Entry state. By the way, if you're watching the stream, I'm giving away $10,000 in prizes this month. For the next, what, 13 days, you can still enter and eight winners a day. Things like a gaming PC from Meta PCs. Um, all this stuff I'm giving away, all these Legos, the PS5, um, Asus Rail Ally, um, a Nintendo Switch OLED, 60 different $70 gift cards, um, an Xbox Series X, uh, so much stuff. All you have to do is be following me. Ideally, you download the Rumble app and you follow me on there. 
but all you have to do is be following me. Um, it's very simple. And, uh, you know, I'm opening this content to, or the contest to everybody. So you can do it, you know, you can, uh, enter here. Okay. I'm going to put the link there and then I'm going to put the winners in the description too. Basics winners. Okay. Here we go. I always like when they're in the chat, when I announce them, that's always fun. Okay. Uh, Van, Van C. Cade is uh, one winner. Gray Wolf 325 is another winner. Fluffy Wound 27. KTech 77. B. Sen Kevin. Sandra 2 or Sandrea 2. Comrade Commode. And AP. A W lack. That was a winner. Those are the winners from yesterday. Yeah, I know most most regulars aren't even entering, and that's cool. I appreciate that, but you definitely. I mean, I'm not gonna sell your data. I'm not doing anything with your emails. I'm not doing anything weird like that. You know, so you should definitely consider getting there. Um, also, the link I'm just putting out now in the chat. It's in the it's in the description, but it's also in the chat. It's another short one bit.ly slash d7tqg bit.ly slash d7tqg go enter for today's winners king of biltong by the way good afternoon from anton's in roanoke texas free shipping on your biltong using code the q one word on landofbiltong.com and antonusa.com have a great afternoon, everyone. Yeah, thank you. We, I think we're going to have 120 total winners. So, you know, you're going to have a really good chance of winning. So I'd say throw your name in there. But importantly, most importantly, I'm glad that you're here. I want to take a second and say thank you, everyone, for being no, here. We've been having, having a really good chance. We're, we've been having great streams, and we have 6,000 people today. Um absolutely um this is the write-off yeah cue the write-off jokes uh this is absolutely uh it's been awesome like it's been awesome having such a nice big crowd here it's been awesome like you know being able to you know promote oh did i not add it to the yeah, it's in the description. It's just not a clickable link. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, it's, it works. I keep putting the link in the chat. The mods are putting it in there. You have no excuses. I'm also saying it bit, B-I-T dot L-Y slash D is in donkey, seven, T-Q-G. Okay, now, we have lots more to talk about, friends. It's an absolutely monster day of news. Monstrous day. The write-offs, <laughs> yeah, sensible, yeah. It's all about the write-offs. That's what, like, 
the write-offs are what make it all worth it at the end of the day for me. Like, it's just, uh, it's just so great getting all those sweet tax write-offs. <laughs> Every time someone enters, it's another tax write-off for me. Enter early, enter often. Night Ninja says, well, it means a lot, Jeremy, that at least you saw my comment letting you know about how Will Smith is abusing his son. It's really heartbreaking. Yeah, I saw you posted the link. I copied it. I'll have to check it off. I'll have to check it. I'll have to check it, um, check it out. There's been a like a deluge of um a deluge of entertainment news. Been pretty I've been pretty happy. Real chads just don't pay any of their taxes. That's true. Oh, look at resistance is telling me the link works. Yeah. Dude, you uh dude, you need to pick my name because it's easy to say. I don't I just rafflecopter ra randomly um randomly uh picks them. By the way, if you want to be in the locals chat too, here's a link for that. Get in there. Jack Declar, don't believe him, folks. <laughs> this costs him nothing as it's a tax write-off. It's free money. In fact, the government pays him more than he gives us. Honest. Would I lie? <laughs> yeah. It's all part of my scheme. <laughs> Night Ninja says, I've always been praying for you, Jeremy. I know this isn't about write-offs, whether I win or not. God bless you. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. It's all part of my secret... My secret uh, uh, write-off scam. Yeah, locals. If you if you join the locals chat, which I'm linking in the chat right now, that's also another write-off. <laughs> Can I verify your name is getting entered? I'm being I'm having to do it weird because of a busted keyboard. Um. <laughs> There's 3,000 people a day that enter. If you get a confirmation or an email or something like that, you're probably good. Real secret is Jeremy's on the payroll for Mug Club. I wish. Jeremy cheats at darts. No, I'd, I'd have better average if I cheated at darts. By the way, my dart team and my bowling team are both in first place. Oh, uh, Heather says you will get an email when you enter, so you'll see, so you'll know. Hashtag write off stream. Yeah, that's right. Everything, everything on this stream is a write off. Uh, we lost five hundred people now that I gave out the link. That that's sad. I should get a list of the people that immediately bail once I get out the link and disqualify them. <laughs> I mean, that'd be. <coughs> The only reason he plays darts is because it's a write-off. Don't tell people that. A lot of people, um, a lot of people use my height as, uh, I don't know if you're supposed to get an email every time you enter, but you're getting entered. I assure you, um, people don't like that. I'm so tall and long. So a lot of times, most people are just like saying it jokingly, you know, but like I'm six, five, 
And so when you play darts, like, you know, I'm like on the line and, um, and I, I can also reach pretty far ahead. What's my bowling average? I think it's like 175 or 180. Uh, it depends. Last week I bowled pretty good. I don't, um, Jeremy, the link in the chat was for day six. Today is day seven. No, it isn't. The link in the chat is for day seven. I posted it myself. No link in the rumble description. Wrong. It's there. There's a link again. Again, every time I get a deluge of people saying it's not working, I go and look, check, which I'm going to do right now. We got to get back to the stories. I'm going to go check right now, and there's already a thousand people entered. So the link is good. Oh, it said day six because they're the those are the day six winners. Day six winners. Oh, I see what you mean. In the actual thing, it does say day six. Because I uh, just copy-pasted it. There, day seven. I'll change it. There we go. I get what you mean now. It should say day seven. It doesn't matter. I got your enter. You know, I got your entries. But let me see. Installation, setup. Day seven qualifiers. Yeah. Nickname, day seven qualifiers. Okay. There you go. I get what you mean. No, that wasn't a troll. That was actually, I did actually have a typo. Yep. Okay. All right. No, no, it wasn't a troll. Like it really, I really did. It really did, you know. Okay, so let's talk <clears throat> let's talk about some more news. Now, most people, many 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 people um kind of understand that Rachel Zegler might be the least likable fake Hollywood star uh in history. A lot of people didn't like Brie Larson early on based on some interviews she did where she had indicated that she doesn't care about what a 40-year-old white guy has to say about uh, her movie. But Rachel Zegler is far more unlikable. She has two movies under her belt. The first being West Side Story, which lost $200 million. The second movie she has is the Snow White, which was soundly rejected by fans. She was absolutely crushed after giving some extremely entitled interviews. And the third movie she did, which is actually coming out this weekend, I know you probably don't know that because nobody cares about the Hunger Games anymore. There is a Hunger Games prequel. A, a prequel for Hunger Games. Um, and it has set an all-time record for the Hunger Games. You might be surprised to know. What is that record? Well, it is in fact the worst rated Hunger Games movie in history. One, two, three, four. There are five total Hunger Games movies and hers is dead last. Now, the critic scores actually aren't that bad. We're going to take a look at some of it. Um, you know, 67% isn't like anything to, to sneeze at. But if you also look 
The Hunger Games original had an 81% audience score, then an 89, then it dropped to 71, 66, and you know, presumably, presumably this film will continue that trend and have an even lower. So every movie has essentially dropped with the critic scores, and now the audience score is also dropping. The Hunger Games and the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes Rotten Tomato score is here, and it sets an undesirable new record for the franchise. Directed by franchise veteran Francis Lawrence, who has helmed every Hunger Games movie so far, the upcoming film follows a young, don't care, and his relationship with Rachel Zegler during the 10th iteration of the games. Now, ahead of the Hunger Games and Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes release date, Rotten Tomatoes has unveiled the film's critic score to be a 67% at the time of this writing. With only 46 reviews, this score is likely to fluctuate, but at the moment, it's the lowest rated movie in the franchise, falling short of The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 and The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 over time. And it since then has dropped now to 66. I suspect, I truly suspect that it will continue to drop that that it will continue to get worse and worse and worse 50 reviews is not very many if you look at the marvels for example i think it's in the several hundreds by now um and that score generally ooh it's about to go rotten it's at a 61 it's only two two percentage points away from going rotten that could be pretty spicy you know, the Marvels with 290 reviews is at a 61 just teetering on going rotten. And, co you know, coincidentally, I'm sure these things are completely unrelated. Only a thousand quote unquote verified reviews. This is one of the, this is one of the, the scummy things Rotten Tomatoes does. I'll show you. If you actually click on the score, they only let through a thousand quote unquote verified reviews, which generally means that these are probably like hand picked. If you go to all audience, it drops all the way down to a 72. If you look at all critics, it's at a 61. But if you look at top critics, it drops all the way down to a 43%. Certified rotten by a significant margin. Now, if we look at this, we look at top critics. Again, top critics give this a 42%. So I think it's safe to say that, you know, this movie is very poor. And we also saw that expose that came out this past summer where film companies were essentially stuffing the Rotten Tomato reviews, even though, you know, they were out there calling all of us trolls and misogynists and bots and things of that nature just for not liking the films, right? Just for not liking them. They were calling us all sorts of heinous things. Um, they apparently were stuffing the ballots themselves, too. You know, like eight reasons Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes reviews are so mixed. Even the Hollywood Reporter, even the Hollywood Reporter, which is a, you know, a shill agency for Hollywood, put out the Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes review. Jennifer Lawrence is sorely missed in dour prequel, short on excitement. Now, this is a movie that has a roughly $100 million budget. Now, we know that Hollywood... Um, is rolling back their budgets because people just, quite frankly, are not going out and seeing movies as often. 
They're just not. And if you look at Box Office Pro, this is their long-range box office forecast for the movie. It might actually be okay. It, it still kind of depends. They have a three-day opening range right now between 38 and 50 million. Um, if it's in the middle, you know, and it has a you know 42, 43 million dollar opening, they are predicting a domestic total of just 97 million to 157 million. So you end up with a situation where if the budget's 100 million, the marketing's another 100 million. The movie needs to make three to four hundred million at the box office to break even. It's not an impossible number. It's actually not an impossible number. You know, if you look at a lot of these films, hey, Silent Night, isn't that the I think that's supposed to be pretty good, isn't it? Isn't that like that that was like an action film? Maybe I'm wrong about that. But I mean, this movie also has no competition. Right, it comes out this week Thursday. Um, it's not competing against the Marvels. Right, the Mar nobody's going to see the Marvels. This is what we have in Hollywood right now. Um, you know, Kathleen Kennedy's put a chick in it and make a gay and lame. We have the Marvels, four women stars. We have the Hunger Games, Rachel Zegler. Now, Rachel Zegler is being sold to us as the star of the movie, but. It's actually not her, it's Snow. He's the actual star of the movie, but this is how they want to market it because Hollywood thinks everybody wants you know, a strong, independent women who don't need no man. Well, I think I would predict that the movie will make in the low 40 millions and its domestic total will be in the low 100 to 120 million, meaning that you know, if I don't know what the rule of thumb is for you know, including the global box office, but you're going to have, you know, let's say 300 million total. I would say they're probably, again, remember if 300 million at the box office, that means 150 million goes back to the, uh, goes back to the film company, goes back to Lionsgate and 150 million stays with the actual, you know, makers of the film. I'm sorry, the expos, the AMC theaters, Marcus theaters, they keep half. So if it makes 300 million at the box office, that means they keep 150 million. They have a hundred million dollar budget, another hundred million set aside for um, marketing. I guess if they trim the marketing budget and they only spend 50, 60 million, they might break even. They might break even if they get to, if they get to 300 million in the global box office, which I don't think it will. I think this score will continue to go down. It's at 60. It, oh, went snuck back up to 67. If that's, you know, if that's in the low 60s, again, again, with top critics, it's overwhelmingly, you know, bad in a surprising and unique way. They had a few laughs, some stylish outfits, but this is unfortunately a shallow prequel, one which fall, fails to breathe new life into the Hunger Games franchise. Ballad of Songbirds and Sakes squanders a potentially rich premise. The wrote affair would deserve the designation of for fans only if 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 at best all elements that made the Hunger Games a success are there dark political metaphors horrifying dystopian premise beautiful actors that make the whole bitter pill easier to swallow but Songbirds and Snakes feels simply like a rehash it's just a cash in you know they just want they just want to you know make their money they don't want to produce anything new they don't want to go out there and uh 
you know, give anybody anything new to be excited about. And we've shown as viewers, as customers, that we will go support something new. Like we, we get it. You know, we will go see Oppenheimer. We'll go see um, Barbie. We'll go see Five Nights at Freddy's. We'll go see the um, Top Gun Maverick, which was a sequel, to be honest with you. Um, but it was it it was good. It was actually a good movie. So it's you know it's gonna be you know record low reviews. Probably not gonna do well. The movie comes out in th just three days. So this Friday, we'll have to see. But I mean. Hollywood gets these weird obsessions with like a small group of actors and actresses and they're going to ride them into the ground. I'm fine with that. You know, I, I personally have, if, even if I were interested in the hunger games movie, I'm not going to give my money to support Rachel Zegler. And I think there are a lot of people who would agree with that. There's a lot of people that do that. And, um, we're going to see probably another box office complete failure. We'll have to see as it gets closer to Friday, but uh, I'm here definitely to uh, track and highlight the downfall of yet another woke weirdo from Hollywood in Rachel Zegler. Can't wait to see how much money they lose on Snow White, too. That movie has $330 million already sunk into its budget. That movie has to make a billion dollars. They have to make a billion dollars on Snow White, and everybody hates the main character already. I suspect that Rachel Zegler will stop getting put in movies relatively soon, but I suppose we'll have to wait and see. By the way, shout out to everyone who uh, who's hanging out and still here. Um, we've got a few more topics out there, but I do want to, if you're here, you know, we'll have to wait and, see. and you want to, you know, take part in you know, the giveaway, or you just want to, you know, participate, support the channel. All I ever ask is that you create an account here on Rumble, you get involved in the live chat, and then you click that follow button. I think that um, we're getting close to 180,000 followers, which, which is just, you know, awesome. We have 179,649. So if there's 400 people out there right now that aren't following the channel, we could get to 180,000, which would be awesome. That's all I want. Follow the channel, get involved in the live chat because I like reading the chat and I, I read, you don't have to rumble rant for me to read your chats. It's up on my screen. It's actually straight in front of me. So I'm always reading what you say. Um, if you want to be, if you, if you're in a position to the next best way to support, and I hope that you'll consider doing it is, um, right below this video, you'll see a join button. It's five bucks a month. But you get access, you get direct access to me, so you can message me and, and uh, send me stuff, send me stories, stuff like that. Also, you get access to the locals only chat, which is going on during every live stream. You also get access to the locals only live streams, which I did one yesterday, and I'll do another one on Thursday. So I'm really, really hoping um, that if you're in a position to, you'll click that join button right here. It goes a mile. It takes a lot of people, not just me, to make this show run. It, uh, it's you know me. It's my two video editors, Al and Steven. It's my graphics designer, Ben. And um, you know we'd love to interact with you on Locals. Click the Join button, then click Support. It's five bucks a month. It's the price of a cup of coffee. 
and then join the locals chat and go say hi. Um, I, I try not to hard sell it too much, but I do mention it every, you know, every day because it really matters. It goes miles and miles and miles to support. And it's the best way to get a hold of me. It's the best way to interact with my community. People were sharing like pumpkin pie recipes the other day. So you get access to, you know, the hardcore fans and, and like-minded people and um, also myself too. So if you get a chance. Wait, got here a little late. I never win anything. You won today, dude. I think you won today, bro. And also, by the way, we started the gift boxes at Coffee Brand Coffee. I know it's early. A lot of you wait and wait and wait to buy your Christmas presents, and that's fine. But I'm telling you, our Coffee Brand Coffee gift boxes sell out, sell out every year. And it's already the November 14th. If you pick up your gift box now, you can use promo code EARLYBIRD and you can get it. And we have some pre-built ones. We also have the ability to customize them. We have different all sorts, peppermint bark, dark chocolate covered espresso beans, chocolate covered sunflower seeds, kettle corn, um, chocolate covered pretzels, um, 12 different organic teas, four real cacao cocos, about 30 different coffees, all available in whole bean and ground. If you, uh, if you want to get, make sure you get yours and you'll also, I don't even put them on sale. That's how well they sell. You know, I normally do promo codes and stuff like that. I don't, I don't even have to put them on sale. So here's the link, coffeebrandcoffee.com slash pages slash gift boxes, or you can just go to the main page and, uh, get your, start. And you, you know, a lot of things, if you go to the customized thing, it's actually really kind of fun to do. It's really easy. Um, and you know, you pick, if you want coffee, you pick regular coffee, you pick flavored coffee, you can pick cocoa tea. You can go to our premium, look at all the premium candies and snacks we have that you can add a kettle corn, peppermint bark, chocolate covered sunflower. So you can just add what you want to the box. Then you can add some cocos, for example, you can add your peppermint cocoa here. You can add, you know, signature coffee. Then again, you get to choose which option. Do you want whole bean or do you want ground? So you can go there, add ground, and you build your box. It's really easy. So uh, make sure to get that picked up today too. <clears throat> My wife said it's pretty rich. What's pretty rich? And if you don't want to buy anything or can't buy anything, I'm just glad you're here. I would never, ever, ever, you know, demand or expect that. Rumble fixing, what did Rumble do to the live chat? So go check that out. I've got another funny story for you. Hey there, friends. Today we've got another friend from the Bible. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, if you're a business, you could buy my coffee as a business write-off. How many times must we teach you this old man? We've got perhaps the most hilarious race swap to date. This via Netflix, as well as Dune Director. We've got two, not one, but two hilarious race swaps. I'm getting absolutely devastated, crushed by uh, the fans out there. I want to start first with my favorite, you know, Hannibal. Hannibal will now be played by Denzel Washington. I am not kidding. Hannibal. Now, we're talking about not Hannibal, the, uh, you know, Hannibal Lecter. We're talking about Roman history, we're Roman Republic. A man that uh, was very white. You know, Hannibal, of course, was uh, a, a well, well-documented figure in Roman history. Um, you know, back in 2018, or 218, 218 BC, Hannibal went after uh, Sanctum, uh, an ally of Rome in Hispania, speaking to, you know, all this kind of stuff. This is a real individual, okay? A real individual who was really white. And they will now be played by Denzel Washington. Netflix announces Denzel Washington... And director Anton Fuqua from Training Day and Equalizer are teaming up to tell the story of Hannibal. Regarded as one of the greatest military commanders in history, the film will cover the pivotal battles he led against the Roman Republic coming soon to Netflix. I've got nothing but love for Denzel Washington. In fact, Denzel is not even a dude that... Um, Denzel is not even like a dude that takes a part in, you know, takes part in the woke nonsense that is Hollywood. I believe he's had a few kind of, uh, kind of sweet moments in the past where he did, uh, you know, he kind of rejects a lot of that stuff. Let's look at the replies. You did the meme again. Here's Salty Cracker with a thousand likes. I did the Ryan Gosling as Black Panther. Again, at least with Black Panther, you have an actual like it's a it's a fictional character, okay? But this individual was a real individual. You have DJ Cobra here with the Elon Musk presented by Netflix where Elon is of course a black man. I can't wait to see who they cast as Hannibal. You know, definitely a white person. Um, you know, Hannibal was white, put a chick in it, make her lame and gay. People say, I love Denzel, one of the last actors worth respecting. That being said, Hannibal was not a black man. Hannibal was white though. Netflix paying bots to comment on this. Uh, I, I, you know, Netflix doubling down on male Cleopatra, blackface Hannibal. I mean, everybody just absolutely crushing him and are crushing Netflix. And again, look, I don't, you know. Denzel took the role. I have every I have every confidence that Denzel is like probably actually a fan of this dude and he's probably actually excited for the role. 
um, and things of that nature. You see Matt Walsh. We are two years away from Abe Lincoln biopic starring Lawrence Fishburne. I mean, I, I, I mean, Jack Posobiec, who are they going to cast as Hannibal's elephant? Leslie Jones. Uh, you see Hotep Jesus enjoying it. So who's going to play Hannibal? Well, it's Denzel Washington. LOL. Jack Posobiec again. Wall Street Silver. Which role is Denzel Washington playing? I mean, like it's it's just this will launch a thousand YouTube videos. I don't know, maybe one, probably just one. You know, and the BBC has been, you know, love Denzel, but for the love of God, Hannibal was white. You know, this movie was in development hell for decades, along with Glover's Toussaint film in before. The Eurocentric bombard this film, even though coins from the era depict him as a black man. Watch they show these Roman busts, which he was whitewashed? What? What? I'm pretty sure he's white. I'm, I'm pretty sure... I'm not sure... You know, if you're looking at a coin... Um... I don't really know how you could tell the race of somebody on a coin. I, I don't, I don't really, I mean, what? Pretty sure this guy was white. And then, and then, and then if you thought that was bad, I've got even more for you. I've got even more hilarious for you. Ah. <sighs> Dallas, Dennis Villanueva Universe tweets. Now, Dennis Villanueva, the guy from Dune and you know many other productions that you may or may not like. His next film will be Cleopatra with Zendaya set to star as the character. I didn't know Zendaya was Greek. Now, this is one thing that modern Hollywood and um and you know woke kind of like the Wokies. They've really been fighting for Cleopatra for a very long time. There's a lot of people who who keeps who keep arguing that, well, Cleopatra was was black and this, that, and the other thing. Um, no. She's Greek, right? Um, you know, I don't even understand how this happens. Timothy Chalamet has been offered the role of Octavius, and Daniel Craig is being sought to play Caesar. Filming is being eyed for late 2024. Let's see how this is reacting. They did say that she wasn't very pretty, so accurate there, but she was also Greek and apparently sexy, which Zendaya clearly isn't. You've chosen to make a film about a woman who's occupying elite family led to the last vestiges of the Egyptian power in the region rather than, uh, say, Ramses or Amenhotep III, the greatest leaders in Egyptian history, or even, I don't know, I don't know. Why did you choose the strong whammon trope, which nobody cares about? Did a Greek actress not audition for this role? Cleopatra is Greek. How many Greek actresses did they overlook for this? I mean, it's like they're just, they're just doing it on purpose. You see, Cleopatra was 100% Macedonian, as every single piece of relevant history describes clearly and irrefutable. Why is she being played by a racially ambiguous person? She should be white with blue eyes. 
Cleopatra was a white, white Greek woman. Picking an unattractive brown girl doesn't seem like the right choice. I do like, uh, I do like um, how people are also taking the opportunity to call her ugly. <laughs> that seems to be like a, a common trope. Like there's a lot of people that also seem to be calling her ugly. Not watching. Please no, Dennis. I'm begging you. She's not remotely Greek. This is a fraud, and we're not watching. I mean, I I don't even understand. You know, Cleopatra was Greek. I mean, I don't understand. Again, Zendaya is the same thing. Another like, you know, it's the era of the racially ambiguous person. Like they they get all these roles. Nina Finney. So Gal Gadot, Cleopatra isn't a thing anymore. Also, uh, were there no Greek actresses available? I quote tweeted it with, of course, the Eric Cartman thing. It just keeps happening. You are attracted to Zendaya. Yeah, people keep saying she's hot. I don't think she's hot. Um, you know, Cleopatra was not black. Stop trying to blackwash history. Make up fiction and use half black actresses. Cleopatra is a historical figure who we know was Greek. That's that's two major, you know, figures that are being erased and blackwashed. Now they would never do this to to historical black characters, right? I personally don't care because this is a film that is going to tank. Now, I guess it's for Netflix, so they don't have to worry about making money, but I, I don't really understand uh what the you know, Cleopatra was light skinned, red haired Macedonian woman. She was not black, not half black, not even quarter black. Macedonian royals did not mix with commoners or slaves in the regions they conquered. They were strict standards on homogeneity and nobility. It's not even like, it's not even one of those things where it's like, uh, it's up for debate. This is, again, not up for debate. And I don't understand what the point of... You see, don't get me wrong, Zendaya is wonderful, but why couldn't you cast someone of Greek or Egyptian? Why has it always got to be Zendaya? It's because Hollywood gets obsessed with like a small group of weirdo actresses and actors, and they cram them into everything. I, I just... <laughs> Replies are all blue checkmark white supremacists absolutely frothing at their mouths. Okay, well, I hope the black community can support this movie. All right, that I mean, that's just what's going to happen, right? Okay, you know, how's the how's the strong independent whammon community supporting the Marvels? Hopefully, the black community comes out to support this this uh, this movie then. And you'd better not blame white people. You know, you don't get to blame white people for not seeing this crap. That's just quite frankly that that's that's it. You want to play that role? Then you better show up. You better show up, and you better bring your whole family, and you better see it a couple times. I just, I, you know, I just, I, I don't even understand it. I, I, I don't, I don't, um, they're both garbage actors and they're both not good looking and they're both not historically accurate. The Denzel one is hilarious. The Cleopatra one is also hilarious. Let it all crumble. That's it. That, I mean, let Hollywood crumble. That's, that, that's my take. You know, that, that, that's, that's, you know, screw it. That's, that's all, you know. I don't, uh, you know, they can keep cramming this stuff down our throats and tell us and tell us to like it. I'm not going to see it. It's going to keep flopping. 
they can keep flailing and calling us racist or sexist or homophobic or, or xenophobic or whatever. They can, they can do all that shit. That's fine. They can do, they can do all of that. That's fine. It's not going to bother me. I'm not going to see your black Hannibal movie and I'm not going to see your black Cleopatra movie. Hopefully you have enough people out there who can, you know, hopefully you have enough people that can support this garbage. I'm not going to. I think that that's, I think that that's totally reasonable. By the way, again, I'm very thankful for this video's sponsor, the wellness company. Did you know that close to 90% of pharmaceuticals are produced outside the United States? So what happens when the next global crisis strikes? Countries clamp down on exports, they stockpile, the price of drugs rise, and the pharmaceutical shelves are in America are empty. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company's emergency kit holds eight life-saving medications that every American should have at home. Antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. This kit contains things you need like amoxicillin, ivermectin, and Z-Packs. It includes a 22-page guidebook with complete instructions on safe use. From benign tick bites to COVID to extreme bioterror events, every scenario is covered. These prescription kits are in huge demand right now, so head on over to twc.health slash the quartering and grab yours now. And that's twc.health, link in the chat too. Code the quartering to save 10% at checkout. If you have Tylenol, you want to have this kit on hand. Be safe, be prepared, stay well. Yeah, it seems good to have that kind of stuff around. Huh? Link's also in the, in the description of the video. That, of course, wraps up our Tuesday show. I've got darts tonight, so prepare yourself for drunk tweets. I'm going to be working hard at promoting my gift boxes for Coffee Brand Coffee. That, of course, is also extremely important that you get your orders in now. And uh, I hope to see a bunch of people considering joining me on Locals. Would love to see you join over there. Everyone have an absolutely wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Tuesday. And we'll see you back here Monday in 22 hours. Love you all. Appreciate you all. You smell great. And we'll talk to you soon.